Welcome to another edition of the Peak Financial Freedom Hour, where we put the focus on retirement and how to get the most out of our financial lives. Today's show will focus on reducing risk, cutting fees, maximizing income, and making sure you can make it through retirement with confidence in your plan. Your hosts are Jim Files and Dan Ahmed of Peak Financial Freedom Group. They are your go-to resource in Northern California for financial education and guidance. They're the authors of several successful books about financial planning, most recently, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield of Chicken Soup for the Soul fame, which sold more than half a billion copies worldwide. Jim and Dan work exclusively with retirees and those of you nearing retirement. And today, they're going to help you sort through the complexities of the financial world and blaze a clear path ahead. Here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. This is the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. Welcome to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Dan and Jim here. And we're going to give you a lot of information. We're glad you joined us today. We know people are worrying about their money. And our goal is to hopefully shed some light on some answers to questions you have that might help you to worry less about your money. That's the whole goal. We have a lot of current clients listening on as well as new people that are just gaining data from us. And we know people have listened to us for a year, two years, three years, four years. And it's funny because they listen to us for a long time, Jim. And then finally something happens in their life and they go, okay, I'm going to call in and meet with us. And you can call in, call into our office number or call pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword money and meet with us. Because if you're worrying about risk, about how to create income or an actual plan, you need to take care of that stuff now so you can stop worrying about it because you have to start asking questions about your money, even if you're afraid of the answers. And a lot of people are afraid of the answers they're going to get if they start asking questions about their money, Um, but you have to start asking questions. So today, the whole subject is going to be questions you should ask about your money, but you're afraid to do so. And because of that, most people don't ask these questions. Um, You know, when you look at this and we write books, we do our radio show, TV show, website, um, etc. Our whole goal is to educate people and answer their questions because we know what 90% of those questions are going to be because we dealt with so many retirees or people planning for retirement. It's just people don't ask the questions because I think they're afraid. Um, When we look at the questions they should ask, we're going to cover a few of them. And I think one of the biggest problems, Jim, we know as we met with people, you know, we, we met with people that run banks, CPAs, attorneys, engineers, software people, teachers, salespeople, et cetera, and truck drivers. And it seems like all of them have one thing in common. They don't understand their money. And they <laughs> all feel like they know less about their money than everyone else. And yeah. guess what? None of them understand their money. No, exactly right. right. Across the board. So if you don't understand your money, of course you're going to worry. But then those people should be asking the most questions, but they're the most afraid to ask the questions because they don't feel like they have a high financial IQ. Yeah, and they feel guilty about asking these questions or embarrassed, which you shouldn't be. That's not been your profession. You have not been taught to do that. You've read some things about money possibly, but that's not your business. So you shouldn't be ashamed for not knowing all the answers to the questions you have in the back of your mind. Well, maybe just go over when someone's sitting in front of us in the office and it happens with every single client. Let's say it's a couple, husband and wife sitting there, and it's our first meeting. You can tell almost with every single couple or individual they feel like they don't know a lot about their money and they might have a little anxiety anxiety sitting there. They might be afraid down to their soul of admitting to us that they don't know a lot about their money. But as we start talking, finally, they all 
every single one of them admits, they go, we, you know, we, we really feel the most uncomfortable because we don't understand our money yeah. and we never have. And whenever we talk to our advisor, we leave, we walk out the door and it seems so clear when we're in the building, we leave the door and we walk outside and it's like everything is mass confusion again. We don't understand one thing and we start worrying again. Well, they don't understand a lot about their money because in most cases they worked for a living, they had a 401k or some type of retirement plan. They were making contributions every two weeks, came out of their paycheck. They selected a target fund or a few different funds because somebody told them this is what you should be in. They look at it maybe once or twice a year. They don't really pay much attention to it. And all of a sudden, 40 years later, that account has grown in size. They decide to retire and now they don't know what to do. Now they're frightened because they gave up their paycheck because now they're retired and they don't know how to turn those assets and income. Now they are concerned about risk or concerned about losing money. They're concerned about doing the things in retirement they didn't have to think about for 40 years. And how would you then like to not feel that way? Think about it. If you're a client, how would you like to not feel that way? And right now you feel that way because you've been told you have a plan, you have a retirement plan. Well, you don't probably have a retirement plan because very few people walk in here with an actual plan. They walk in with investment plans. They walk in here with an IRA statement, a 401k statement, a brokerage statement. And they've been led to believe that these statements are their plan because when you go in to talk to your advisor, they say, let's review your plan. You're like, okay, let's review our plan. And all they're doing is reviewing your portfolio. It's not a plan. So you have to have a plan in writing that covers the basics to us it's the basics to you it'll sound like you know oh my gosh that's you know complete phd type of level planning but it's just the basics you have to have an income plan in writing that shows where income is going to come to you for the rest of your life you have to have a risk plan in writing that shows how much risk you currently have in writing and then how much risk your new portfolio has in writing you have to have a fee plan simply states in writing how much you're currently paying and then how much you're going to pay with your new plan has to show a tax plan that shows how much total tax you're going to pay on your income each year then how much withholding you need each month then how much net income you're going to have on a monthly basis you need to have a beneficiary plan showing at ultra conservative growth rates after you take out income, how much you can possibly leave to your money. And then you need to have a written plan that ties all that together. So that's the simplest way we can explain what you need yeah. to have in your hand. And if you have that, we will bet that 99% of the questions you should be asking, even the ones you don't know you should be asking, will be answered. And we will bet that in 99% of the cases, your plan will will work out as successfully as we've projected in the plan numbers. Because now all of a sudden, everything's in writing. We've taken the time to do the calculations. We made, we believe, very proper assumptions so that you can follow the plan like a roadmap to make sure that you have the retirement that you want. And unless you have that roadmap, unless you have that plan in writing, it's very difficult to determine how you're going to navigate retirement. Where are you going to get your income from? Is the income going to go up? Will the income go down? Will it go away? What about inflation? What about long-term care costs? All those things that become a concern when you're in your 60s and 70s that weren't a concern in your 30s, 40s, or 50s become paramount in you making proper decisions. Well, you said roadmap a few times, but you didn't use the proper term, Jim. The proper term is the peak financial worry-free financial roadmap. roadmap. There you go. Okay? Okay. That means... We will give you in writing exactly what you just described. All that in writing becomes the roadmap you're talking about. And everyone wants a roadmap because if someone is given a roadmap, if someone's giving a plan, they will follow it if they know it provides them a higher level of success. The problem is no one listening right now has a roadmap in their hands that says, this is what you need to do to provide you the highest level of success when you retire. So how about this? Let's look at some of those questions you should be asking. Let's start with this one. And we talk about this a lot, but this is a question that you should be asking. How much risk am I really taking right now? 
and make sure we get this in writing? And how much risk should I be taking at this time of my life, assuming you're retired or within five years of retirement? Well, right now, no one knows how much risk they're taking because they're always told across the board, oh, don't worry, you're not taking that much risk. If the market falls, you won't lose that much. If it does lose, you'll recover. Market always comes back and you have nothing to worry about. And you can take out income and there's still going to be a ton of money left when you pass away. Well, uh, we don't necessarily know that's true until we do a risk stress test. So we take your statements, we enter in every single individual asset you have, the ticker symbol and the amount of money you have in that one stock fund or bond. And then we calculate the total risk you have on your portfolio and shows if we go through another 2008 financial crisis where the market crashes 53.1%, it'll show us exactly how much risk you're taking. It's not our data. It's not biased. It says what would happen if we go through another 08 financial crisis and you better have that type of data in your hand. It's the only way you can make a proper decision. And then how much risk should you be taking at this point in your life? You should not be taking more than what we call 5% to 10% risk of your portfolio. Meaning if the market crashes 50%, you better not be in a position to lose more than 5 to 10%, and 95% of our clients don't want to lose more than 5%. That's a huge difference in losing 50%. Well, 95% of the people that come in for the first time think they're taking 5 to 10% risk, but when we do the risk analysis, it's typically taking between 35 and 50% risk. And you can't see that or understand it unless you have these calculations done for you. And we're not doing it ourselves. We're using outside third-party research companies that do this for a living. This is what they do. They track all these different indexes. They track how stocks perform. They can take your current portfolio and they can tell you in dollars and cents, not whether you're conservative, moderate, or aggressive as an investor, but in dollars and cents, how much you're going to lose in the next stock market downturn. Don't you think that as a retiree, that's important for you to understand because there's no way we believe you can develop a plan without knowing the risk first. Stay with us. We're going to talk about IRA distributions, when you should begin them, how to create dependable income, a low risk plan, being successful in retirement, maybe some social security questions and some inflation long-term care data. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list, Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. Want to connect with Jim and Dan outside of the radio show? Well, you can go to peakfin.com. That's peakfin.com. And on the website, you can learn more about the Peak Financial Freedom Group team. You can also schedule a consultation in just a few clicks of a button and meet with Jim and Dan personally. And you can also sign up for their millionaire retirement webinar. All that and more can be found at peakfin.com. That's peakfin.com. Now, let's get back to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. You're back with Dan and Jim on the Peak Financial Freedom Hour, talking about a lot of information today, and they really focus on the questions you should be asking, but are afraid to ask, and then don't ask them. How about the second subject we're going to cover that people kind of ask sometimes, but they don't, they just follow the herd, and that is, when should I start taking income out of my IRAs? 
And then at that point, how much can I safely withdraw? Well, that's two big, huge questions because one is as much a tax and lifestyle question. The second is more of a risk question. So I'll cover the first one. When should I start taking income out of IRAs? You cover the second one, which is how much can I safely withdraw? So when should I start taking income? We find people are getting very, very bad advice out there in a lot of cases. And that is they are recommended that they defer their IRAs until age 73 and in some cases, that's prudent, but we have found with the people that came in and sit in front of us, the majority of people, it's not prudent to defer until 73. So let's say you're age 60 and you have a million dollars in an IRA and you're going to wait till 73 because that's when the IRS allows you to defer it till no taxes for that entire time period. So from 60 to 73, you'll pay less taxes because you haven't been taking money out of your IRA. Then let's say at 73, your $1 million grows to $2 million. At that point, they're going to force your required minimum distributions on you off of $2 million, not $1 million. So at that point, you're going to have to take out a huge amount of money. You might not want it. You might not need it. But now that large amount of required minimum distributions that will grow significantly every year will be taxed to you. In our estimation, it's much better if you're 60, 62, 65, whatever age you are, to start taking IRA distributions now and take a smaller amount over a lot longer time period, paying less taxes each year versus waiting and paying a lot more taxes over a shorter time period. Because the more income you take out, the higher potential tax bracket you could be in. In addition, I think there's a couple things there in that from 60 to 73, you didn't have access to your income because you weren't taking it. So you couldn't do some of the things you wanted to do. You couldn't gift. You couldn't go on the trips. You couldn't do your remodel because you were foregoing using those assets for income, which to me doesn't make a lot of sense. So in this case, we have to do a full plan to be able to tell you when you should take your IRA distributions. But in many cases, we want to take them earlier. Let's say you say you never need your income ever out of the IRA. And you say you'd defer it forever because you have enough pension, et cetera. Well, in that case, we still might tell you to take income earlier, pay a smaller amount of tax each year because overall you'll pay less tax. And if you really are focusing on your beneficiaries, we will build a plan that will leave a lump sum of tax-free money to your beneficiaries versus leaving an IRA money to your beneficiaries because your beneficiaries have to take your IRA out over no longer than a 10-year time period. And they have to add all that IRA money onto their income and potentially be taxed in a higher bracket. I think the moral to this story is unless you have a plan, you understand the math behind this plan, you cannot make an accurate decision on how you should have your money positioned and whether you should draw money earlier uh, or later out of your IRA. But if you have a plan in place, if, you do, if we're doing the calculations for you, which we do, you will know categorically when you should start taking those RMDs. You know, you started to talk about earlier about withdrawal rates. I think everybody's concerned about that, Dan. When you get close to retirement or in retirement, uh, you were talking to either your spouse or others about how much you can safely withdraw out of your assets in the form of income and be uh, confident that you're not going to run out of money. And there's all kinds of research out there. Um, It's called the safe withdrawal rates. And these are big firms that do these calculations. Uh, Back in the 80s, you could actually take 6% out in the form of income off your assets, and you had a 95% probability you would not run out of money. Now, you still had a 5%, you would, so you wouldn't want to be that 5%, which means if you had a million dollars, 6% is $60,000 a year. Well, in the 90s, they reduced that to 5%. Now, you could not take out 60000 You could take out 50000 10000 less. In 2000, they lowered that to 4%, which now you could only take out 40000 off your million, not 60000 like it was in the 80s. In 2010, they lowered that to 3%. Now, you could only take out $30,000 a year, not 60000 like in the 80s. And right now, they're considering lowering that to anywhere between one5 and 2.5% because markets are volatile. Interest rates have dropped over the last 30 years. 
And this math, because of what's happened recently in the bond market last year when bonds lost value as much as stocks, these mathematical engines are saying you better be really careful on how you draw income out because you could run out of money if you draw out more than 2 or 3%. Exactly. Well, and if income is important to you, and you're retired or getting ready to retire, which it will be for most people because we don't have pensions, you have to find ways to drive a high level of income off of those assets or a percentage of the assets. So that's why we always use our three bucket system. And our three bucket system says you should have some money liquid in the bank so you can spend it for emergencies just so it's there and it makes you feel more comfortable. You should have some money in the stock market, but you better use risk mitigated strategies so you aren't necessarily going to lose 50%. Maybe you can have a chance of losing 10 or 15%, not 50%. And then our third bucket is the bucket in the middle called principal protection and guaranteed lifetime income. And that would be an annuity product. Well, if we put money into the growth bucket. You shouldn't take any more than 3% off of your growth bucket if you want that 95% probability of it lasting like Jim just talked about. So 3%. On the annuity side, let's say someone wants to put the money in now and they go, well, but I don't want to use an annuity because I can't touch it for 10 years. Well, that's some annuities will require you to hold it for a long time period before using it. We have plans that will allow you to put the money in now. And let's say you're a 65-year-old couple and you put a million dollars in, you can take out $63,000 immediately within 30 days of when the contract is issued and the $63,000 is guaranteed for as long as you live. That's current rates. It could change just based on where the market is, but that's a 6.3% guaranteed payout of your million. You can't get that anywhere. If you're a single individual, it would be $68,000 a year, which is a 6.8% payout. What if now though, check this one out. What if you have a million dollars in a plan And you say, I don't need it for five years because we're going to use other assets or you're going to retire in five years. And that million dollars now would pay you out $97,800 of guaranteed income joint for as long as you live. You're getting a 9.78% payout. How does that now sound as a safe withdrawal rate, Jim? It's awesome. And if you look at the first example, 65, draw income, get 6.3% out on a guaranteed basis. Even if you're rented of money, the insurance carrier is contractually obligated to pay you that 6.3% for as long as you live. Or alternatively, we could take 3% off your portfolio, which means if you had a million dollars, we actually would need double the amount of money to get the same income off the portfolio. We actually need $2 million. With only a 95% probability, it's going to work. Exactly. Whereas in the insurance product, it's guaranteed contractually forever. So you have to determine yourself, uh, and if you're married as a couple, what do you want your money to do for you? Are you trying to generate income and you want maximum income? There are you, instruments you just, that you can use You just for said that. something cool. Let's say you have a $2 million portfolio and it's in the stock market now. Let's say you're a do-it-yourself or you're managing it mm-hmm. and you have probably 50% risk, meaning you could lose a million dollars. Well, in that case, you really can't draw a lot of income off of it, but let's say you're going to try to pull 3% off of it, which is $60,000, and you have a maximum 95% probability, probably even less because you're being aggressive. What if now you and your spouse decide, yeah, we want income, and you're both 65, and we put a million dollars into an annuity that gives you $63,000 a year guaranteed, Mm -hmm. and you keep investing a million dollars as aggressively as you want, and even if you lose all that million dollars, what are you still going to get for the rest of your life? You still have $63,000 guaranteed forever. exactly right but people have to understand these strategies 
worry about your investments, uncertain income, and not having a clear written retirement plan? Clay and Buck here to tell you help's available from a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have acted as fiduciaries building written plans for their clients. If you save $500,000 or more for retirement, call right now for your free, no obligation consultation, second opinion, and written retirement income plan. You may also qualify to receive a free signed copy of their Amazon best-selling book and a free $100 Amazon gift card. Call right now for your free consultation and to find out if you qualify. Simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and when prompted, say the keyword money. Again, dial pound 250 keyword money. That's pound 250 keyword money. You are tuned in to the Peak Financial Freedom Hour with Jim Files and Dan Ahmed. You're back with Dan and Jim on the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. We ended the last segment talking about how you can create your own safe withdrawal rate. And I thought it was a really good example. And let's just cover that again to make sure people understood it. And we covered an example of what we call a DIY, a do-it-yourself investor. And there's a lot of people out there that have managed their own funds. The problem is as they're getting older and older, they don't feel as comfortable or their spouse doesn't feel as comfortable. And they found in the last couple of years, all the volatility has really hurt their portfolio because a lot of do-it-yourselfers have really went for the high flyers, a lot of the tech stocks. And the tech stocks have been hurt dramatically as far as volatility. So let's say someone had, in our example, $2 million and they have it invested and it's fairly aggressive. And let's say like a lot of people that come in in that scenario, they could literally lose 50 to 60% of their money if the market has another 2008 market crash. That means their $2 million would go down to somewhere between $800,000 and $1 million. Okay, And let's say they were using the safe withdrawal rate on $2 million, and that means they're going to take out 3%, which is $60,000, which is great on $2 million. What if they try to take out $60,000 on $800,000 or $60,000 on a million? It's not going to work. So what if instead, Jim, we then took $1 million and said, okay, you continue to self-manage it, be as aggressive as you want because they, the husband likes to do that or the wife likes to do that and take another million dollars and you buy guaranteed lifetime payments using an annuity plan. That million dollars then for a 65-year-old couple currently can get them up to $63,000 a year guaranteed. No matter how long they live, no matter what happens. So even if they lose a million dollars in the stock market, they still have their $63,000 guaranteed forever. Well, I, I can promise you it would take the stress level off many, many people listening right now. And it's how we actually design plans here. So if you're not a do-it-yourselfer, we would do something very similar. We would want to show you how this could work for you to solve your income needs. Also, be able to put money in the stock and bond market. Uh, we manage money differently. We actually use algorithms to manage money for risk mitigation. Uh, we are reallocating assets every single month, looking for momentum in the market. Again, the algorithms are doing this. We run stop loss technology every single night, whereby if the market momentum changes and goes negative too much in the course of a month, the technology will actually stop you out of the market. It basically will put you in cash until the next month when it reevaluates. So we are using the same thought process here. We're just using, when it comes to money in the market, we're just taking it a step further and applying risk mitigation for that money as well, besides the money that's in the annuity where you have no market risk at all. Definitely. So I think it just shows, you know, the goal is to find the best balance of how your assets should be invested that give you the best chance to attain your goals. We're never going to recommend anything that's in our best interest. We're going to recommend what's in your best interest. As fiduciaries, that is the law. 
unfortunately, we see a lot of times where recommendations made by some fiduciaries aren't in the client's best interest. Same thing as a certified financial planner. I have to go by the board of ethics associated with that, which I think are even more stringent than the fiduciary rules. So we're always going to make recommendations that are in your best interest based on what you tell us you want to happen. So we're really good listeners. We're going to listen first to what you say you want, and then we're going to ask questions to verify, and we're going to ask questions again to verify, and then we're going to put a plan together that will give you the highest probability that what you're saying you want to happen will happen. And just with what we're talking about now, think about how we actually serve as marriage counselors in 99% of the time that people are married. 99% of the time we're marriage counselors because when do people come in feeling, a husband and the wife feeling exactly the same about all their money. When do they really agree about risk? They never do. But again, often- When do they agree about income? They don't. Taxes. Taxes, maybe they agree. They don't want to pay taxes. How much to leave the beneficiaries? All those things they don't agree on, right? Well, they don't agree because often in the generations we're dealing with right now, one of the spouses made the majority of the investment decisions and the other spouse did everything else. And often it's been the man. So the man makes the investment decision. The wife has kind of left it up to the husband. And really, she's probably handled the budget or the monthly bills at home. Yeah. And in very many cases, that's exactly what happens. So what happens when it comes to retirement, you know, how do I structure my assets? Where do I get my income from? What risk am I taking? What fees am I paying? Well, neither one of them know that answer, but one of the spouses feels inferior because they have been left out of that situation. But if it's a wife that's feeling inferior, she's likely going to live longer than the husband. And all of a sudden, she's in a position at her age to making sure that she does and better start to understand this money better. And that's why our planning process is so critical to those type of people, because we have designed our planning process for that other spouse that doesn't know as much about their money. So that they get caught up to speed. Well, think about this. This is what we find. And this is why I'm saying 99% of the time we're marriage counselors. People come in, just like you're saying, and one person, whether it's the husband or the wife, does the investments, understands the investments. The other person stays completely out of it because they don't like it. They don't want to do it. They're afraid of it. And they feel like they know less about it. So like, okay, honey, you take care of it. Then the other spouse who doesn't handle the investments almost always handles making the payments on all the monthly bills, utilities, house payment, real estate taxes, credit cards, all those. And the person that handles the investments really doesn't have any clue of what's happening there. And now they're talking two different languages because the one that's worried on a monthly basis, they're worried about making sure on a monthly basis they have enough income coming in to pay those things. And they don't want to take excessive risk because they're afraid at some point they'll run out of income and won't be able to make the monthly payments. The one that's worrying worrying about the investments now, all they worry about is trying to grow the assets as much as possible so that they can use that to create income. And they don't even care or understand what the monthly budget is. I had clients come in every time you do too, one of them doesn't even know what the budget is or how much they're spending. The other one has no idea about the investments and they need to know. And that that really fractures a relationship because they both aren't taking care of their own worries. Mm -hmm. By having a plan, it puts everything together so they both understand both sides, the assets and the monthly budget and how we're going to fulfill those needs. Well, that's the key. We're not just investment advisors. The plan is first. We're architects of plans to make sure that the investments are going to be positioned correctly. And the only way that you can do this is to educate both spouses on the direction that they want to go so that they start to understand their money much better. Stay tuned. We're going to talk a little bit about inflation and potential for long-term cash solutions when we come back. During times like these, it's completely normal to be worried about your investments and retirement. A leading cause for financial stress is not having a clear, written, understandable plan or financial roadmap. Clay and Buck here to tell you about a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, 
Jim and Dan have taken a hands-on approach to help their clients understand their money, identify risks, and navigate retirement. Their recent book, Mama's Secret Recipe for Retirement Success, co-written with Jack Canfield, hit the Amazon bestsellers list. Peak Financial focuses on proactive planning done by fiduciaries. If you have $500,000 or more saved up for retirement, they're offering a free, no-obligation consultation. To take advantage of this free offer, simply dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword money. Dial pound 250 and say the keyword money. It's time to get back to the show. Once again, here's Jim Files and Dan Ahmed on the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. You're back with Dan and Jim on the Peak Financial Freedom Hour. Thanks for joining us and staying with us today. We're covering a lot of data, hopefully a lot of important data, that will help you understand how to make better decisions with your money, which will ultimately help you stop worrying about your money so much. Why don't we talk about um, a really big subject now, and that is a combination subject of potential inflation and long-term care. A lot of people then, when it comes to inflation, are told, You need to invest in the stock market because the stock market is what will allow you throughout retirement to keep pace with inflation and hopefully be able to take more and more income out. Well, when we look at inflation and what our rules for inflation, they're a little different because we look at reality. We look at what happens. We look at since 1929, the stock market on average every five years has gone down 39%. So if every five years you're trying to combat the stock market going down 39% while drawing income off the assets, while drawing a higher level of income off the assets to combat inflation, we really don't think that adds up mathematically. So our rules for inflation are, number one, don't lose a big chunk of principal because once you lose a big chunk of principal, we think it's kind of impossible to keep pace with inflation. The second is when you make gains, make sure you don't give back all of those gains. And the third is make sure you create income that's dependable and preferably guaranteed on a lifetime basis and preferable has the opportunity for the income to increase. Now, if you follow those rules for inflation, where are you at? You're in a much better place. But let's talk about income for a minute. How do you get income for as long as you live that will never run out If one spouse passes away, the other person continues to get income. And how at the same time could you possibly get increasing income that will never run out? And there are instruments out there that you can invest in whereby they do do that. Are you Uh, lying? (laughs) Well, people get – a lot of people say it's too good to be true. But they allow you to invest in in them. And I'll give you an example. Uh, Let's assume that you had a million dollars and you invested in one of these instruments. And let's say you were married today. You started income immediately. They would pay you with some of these companies up to about sixty to sixty-three thousand dollars a year in guaranteed income. In some of these uh, companies, if you take a little bit less income up front, maybe they pay you fifty-five thousand, not sixty-three thousand dollars. Each year that you have gains uh, in your indexing strategy, let's say you made five percent next year. Well, your portfolio goes up by 5%, but in addition to that, your income also goes up by 5%. Once your income goes up, it's a new floor. It cannot go down again. So, so let's use, let's say you started with a $50,000 income level, makes it easy for math. Yep. Yep. And then we get that 5% credited to your account at the end of one year. Your income now was previously $50,000 guaranteed for as long as you both live. Now it jumps to $52,500 a year guaranteed for as long as you live. And it never goes down below that point. That's exactly right. So this continues for as long as you live. And in some cases, even if you ran out of money because you're drawing more and more income out of your account, they will continue to give you income increases. There are other plans. You say, well, that's great. It helps me offset the impact that inflation is going to have on our income source throughout the retirement. What about long-term care? 
what if one of us or both of us need to go into long-term care for a period of time? Some of these plans, if you hold them for more than five years, on the sixth year and thereafter, they will double your income if you meet two of the six daily living requirements. In other words, you can't feed yourself, you can't clothe yourself. There's six standard ones out there. So, you don't so, have to take a medical exam to get that. So let's give an example. Let's say you start income and, again, when you put money into one of these plans, a fixed index and unit with an income rider, a lot of them will make you defer and you can't get income for a while. But what if there were plans out there, which there are, you could put the assets in now and you can withdraw within 30 days. We have a lot of people retiring. They put the money in now and they need income to replace their paychecks because they're not getting their paychecks anymore. We take income out within 30 days. So let's say you have a million dollars and let's say you're a 65-year-old couple and right now you'd probably get about $50,000 guaranteed for life with an increasing income option. Yep. Okay. And let's say then the next year you get a small raise of 4%, your income goes up to 52000 The next year, your income goes up to 55000 Next year, the stock market crashes. You stay at 55000 because when the market crashes, you don't lose any of your income. Next year, your income goes up to 58000 Next year, your income goes up to 60000 Let's say that's six years down the road and the sixth year up to 60000 So your income yeah. increased decently. But at this point, then something tragic happens. We don't want it to happen, but it does. And you're unable to perform two out of six activities of daily living, or you are diagnosed with severe cognitive impairment, at that point, your $60,000, as long as you have a positive account value in your annuity, how would you like your $60,000 to go up to $120,000, and that's paid to you for as long as you need the care or until you run out of money in your account because you're taking so much money yeah. out. At the point you run out of money in your account, you don't lose your income. Just your $120,000 goes back down to the $60,000 you were at anyway. Now the $60,000 is paid to you and your spouse for as long as you live. And there's no extra cost for that. How would you like that built into your plan? It's just awesome. It's just people don't know this is what's happening right now. It's and so awesome. this is available. Yeah, There's probably 99% of the people that come in for the first time that we meet do not have long-term care insurance. Uh, they didn't get it. It's too expensive well, now. Well, to how implement. about then raise the, the raise yeah. of the premiums? The last five years, I've seen people have to pay 64, 72, 88, 92% more premiums in yeah. one year. That's if you had it, but most people don't have it. And how, how about if we could actually show you a plan whereby you can actually solve a lot of your long-term care um, concerns with these types of products, and you're not paying extra for these long-term care requirements. So it's really cool. It really blows people away when they get to see these types of plans and that we actually get to change their lives. Hopefully you learned a lot today. If you have any questions, give us a call. You can also dial pound 250 in your cell phone, say the keyword money, and we'd be glad to sit down with you and see if we can answer some of your questions. Join us next week. Do you worry about your investments, uncertain income, and not having a clear written retirement plan? Clay and Buck here to tell you help's available from a local resource, Peak Financial Freedom Group. For decades, Jim and Dan have acted as fiduciaries building written plans for their clients. If you save $500,000 or more for retirement, call right now for your free, no obligation consultation, second opinion, and written retirement income plan. You may also qualify to receive a free signed copy of their Amazon best-selling book and a free $100 Amazon gift card. Call right now for your free consultation and to find out if you qualify. Simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and when prompted, say the keyword money. Again, dial pound 250 keyword money. That's pound 250 keyword money. Investment advisory services are offered through Fiduciary Solutions, LLC, a California registered investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results and securities may lose value. Insurance products and services are offered through PFFG Insurance Agency. Agency.
LLC. California Insurance License Number 0N14013. Dan Ahmed California Insurance License Number 0732913. And Jim Files California Insurance License Number 0F06511.